afraid your heart has suffered a lot of damage and my cleavage isn't helping, you're also listening to Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing broadcast season eight, episode three, Ghost in the Machines. My name is Michelle Burlingame. With me are Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. Well, it isn't helping him. <laughs> Our guest today is Dan Hollihan. Hey, guys. What's up? Hi. Welcome back to your phantom fourth appearance since yeah, we lost the one. one. none the of us remember. <laughs> uh, we were just arguing about Skynet and Alexa in the cloud and because the cloud failed Michelle getting our intro ready. Also, my iPad is dead. <sighs> but I can change the lights ruined. in my living room to different colors with the sound of my voice. Because you're allowing Skynet and the CIA and the NSA to spy on you. I'm not doing nothing bad, Dan. Uh-huh. I mean, unless you're Jesus, but he doesn't <laughs> exist. How about that? How about that? But yeah, what I was going to say before is like, you turned off the Christmas tree when you turned off the living room, and that mm-hmm. kind of bummed me out because I love Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking, like, whenever I come here, I get confused because I'm friends with your neighbors. That's right. And I always forget which one is yours. They outdo us all the time on their decorations. Well, so here's the thing is I pulled up, and your house did not have Christmas lights. And you're like, that's the and sad like, dad house. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, we do put them out. Or, I mean, we did. I'm not going to do it anymore unless my daughter, like, really wants to when she's here. But, like, yeah, I, I felt that uh, in the process of moving my wife's stuff out of the house, pulling more shit out of boxes in the basement to leave lying around would just mm-hmm. make that a harder and bigger job. That makes sense uh, to me. Which, just because it makes sense, doesn't mean that that's why I like it would to be think, followed. Yeah, but, I like to think that you're just... A, a, gr- a bah humbug? Yeah. No. I, like me, I, but not at Christmas, I'm not. No, as we were just saying before, talking about other things, like I'm not totally dead inside. Just yeah. the amount of dead inside I am has been for a good two decades. Right. I mean, you can still be dead inside and decorate and, this isn't and enjoy Halloween. colored lights. Okay, well, I was just going to say that I was leaving my house for work the other morning, and as I you know, turned the corner out from behind my house to go down the driveway, I noticed that my downstairs neighbor, Sean, has decorated the entire front of my house for Christmas. Really? But in, but in Halloween. Halloween colors because he is a goth. So <laughs> it's amazing and I love it That's and I want it to awesome. be like that forever. He also did an amazing job decorating our house for Halloween. Is this the awesome. Sean that has been on the show before? No. Or it's a different, different You know Sean. a lot of Sean's. I know two Sean's. That's a lot of Sean's. <laughs> you know a lot of Sean's. Yeah. We Irish. all know a lot Yo. of Sean's. Yeah. Um, what about scenes? I, I know both. S E A N Sean's. I know them both. I, I you know, I even, we know S-H-A-U-N, Sean's. T- I mm-hmm. mean, mm-hmm. we got it mm-hmm. covered. I knew an S-H-A-W-N. I, I lived yes. with one of those. I know it. I mean, I don't know, but I went to high school with a girl who was S-I-A-N. What about that was a Sean, too. S-H-E-A-W-U-N. Shao. We're kind of Sean. That, that sounds Sean. like Shane. <laughs> That's every, every way you like can spell it. like an extra syllable should be. There's a U and a W. A couple of N's just for good mm-hmm. measure at the end. I mean, whatever gets the job done, right? That's what we've learned after almost 100 episodes of this. This is our 99th episode. and uh, Is it your Gretzky 99th episode? episode? It's our 99th real episode. Yeah, um, it's your Gretzky episode. Is it? Yeah, Gretzky's number was 99. Oh. Hmm. And it's been retired throughout the entire NHL. Like 23? Damn. <laughs> no, 23 has not been retired by any I, league. I know. What about 74? What, what about 24? You like 24 a lot, don't you? <laughs> um, that's, Dan has a, a 42 tattoo uh, in digital lettering on his arm and was uh, at least once 
It's asked. more than once. <laughs> more than, oh my God. It, it, rather than getting the Douglas Adams reference, it was. I thought I was a fan of the show 24. Well, Ke- I mean, Kiefer Sutherland is a powerhouse. I'll give him that. But that's, that's fun. I have purposely never seen that show because of those incidents. Uh, it, you know, you watch a few and go, this is just going to get more and more preposterous. Speaking of preposterous shows, uh, this one that we watched for this week. Yeah. It's kind of preposterous. It had Tom's favorite character in it, the it, robot it devil. Did. He's my, I hate the robot devil. Tom hates him. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so my, my first time I was on this show was the first time we oh, met that's right. the robot devil. We went devil. to Nutley. And I yeah. like spent, I think, 10 minutes complaining about the robot devil, how much I fucking hate him. And consequently, one of my favorite Futurama moments is in this show. Really? <laughs> well, when he gets, well, we'll, we'll, I mean, get, we'll there. get there. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> I, I like that they were just running out the clock waiting for their insurance to renew. And I thought there would be some payoff from that. Yeah. I mean, I really hoped that there would be some payoff from that, like, set up. And just to have nothing happen was kind of a letdown, really. Well, they learned it was parade day. Yeah. Uh, with giant, I was more excited about a giant <laughs> sausage. <laughs> that was like... I kept waiting for somebody to make a wiener joke. Like, you know, it's a giant sausage... Well, they got right into like this, the St. Patrick's Day and the, 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 the Lunar New Year Day. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, the giant sausage balloon was brought to you by All Parts Franks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, again, sounds delicious. Um, I just, <laughs> here's, uh, here's the food jazz I was playing tonight for dinner. I had leftover rice from some chicken tikka masala, and I warmed it up with a hot dog in it and dumped some cheddar cheese on oh, it and melted Lord. it. And that's uh, <laughs> that was my nutrition for the night. You sure are so, living the bachelor lifestyle. The now. last time I <laughs> the last time I was on the show, you told me what you had for dinner, and it was ramen noodles with peanut butter and, and I, jelly. No, <laughs> I think it was some kind of. Oh, now I forget, but it was ramen noodles with peanut butter and something else. Yeah, I fry up the noodles in the peanut butter and like a peanut sauce. You you yeah. you uh, dilute it with some sesame oil and some spices and stuff. It's delicious. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not even like bachelor cooking. It's just I've, I've showed you my my. Uh, uh, fried rice experiments before I think. I mean, it's just like mm-hmm. I gotta use it. I feel bad throwing it out. There's starving people everywhere. I don't like rice, and I feel so bad every time I throw away the little container of of steamed rice. Don't like I eat it at Chinese all. Food. I do not eat rice. Really? I, it's just it's not good for you. It's what about brown rice? Mm, or what about right. what about forbidden it's just, rice? It's just filler. Rice is just filler. It's a, it's, it's a, not it's good not, for you. It's not filler. It's a delivery vehicle for delicious yeah. sauces. And He's things. right. <sighs> it goes very well with certain types of, of chicken and pork. I mean, that's what a, can you what can you mop up with rice that you can't also mop up with some sort of meat or non or other etc. Well, if but if you're eating your meal, <laughs> like I like the texture of rice. See, when I it's, don't. When it's when it's not on its own, but like when it's with chicken or pork or even some kind of beef like i'm just not a fan like i'll eat together. other grains i'm into couscous i'll do farro i'll couscous, do all that stuff yeah couscous but is rice good, but to pasta. me just bleh. i mean couscous is noodles yeah which is fine i mean that's fine too but you should try the forbidden rice because it's black Mm. It's it's like little black gothy pearls and they're, mm. it's delicious. Yeah, it's, I would like that. It's one of the uh, the food trends for 2019 that's I supposedly going like, to happen. I feel like it came that's with ridiculous. a blue apron I got maybe or I don't remember. I may have eaten it. Look at that. I thought we were going to stay on track and like just <laughs> immediately. Um, 
But the, 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 and we haven't even talked about books yet, Pete. <laughs> I know. I've got a bunch that I haven't read yet. The, um, the fact that Fry is scared of giant balloons more so than giant sausages. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like that didn't have a lot of payoff, too, but um, where he's sitting on Bender's shoulders, he's like, you okay with it now? And he's like, I think so with the, the ice cream yeah. and, and that stuff. I tried to do that at uh, when we went to see Sparks last month. I tried to put BB up on my shoulders because we were on the floor close to the stage, and I'm like, she can't see because it's tall people. So I put her on my shoulder. She's like, get me down. Like, this is too tall. No, and I'm like, no, really, it's fine. You know, I'm not like trying to get her to lift up her shirt or anything. Just like you, you can see you're like at level with the stage and she was not having it. I think we got through like a song and then she's like, put me down. I thought you were going to say you were sitting on someone's shoulders. Oh, I wish, man, yeah. but it was, it was good anyway. Um, we found like a hole in the visual for her to see. So it all, she's a tall kid. Um, but I, I would like to condense all the parades into one. I So this sounds like a fucking nightmare to me. Like Why? Because I, I hate St. Patrick's Day. I hate all of them. With the fury of a thousand white hot suns. And I hate all parades, but like especially St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Because like, you know, I'm Irish. People go and they, they're like, oh, I'm Irish for a day. No, you're not. You're a fucking alcoholic and you're looking for an excuse. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you're a real alcoholic, yep. you don't need an excuse. But, it's amateur night, man. Yeah. It's bad in New Year's Day. Yeah. It's amateur night. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm Irish for a day. No, you're fucking suffering yeah. from alcohol poisoning. No, I, but like, imagine having all of those, that, like those crowds together in one yeah. mess. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, and then, and then it's I, done. I never go downtown anyway, but like, think about well, to all be, of You that don't go in, anywhere. This is true. I have two young children, and I'm very depressed. So yeah, I don't go anywhere. Right. But imagine like downtown Cleveland with all of that shit. All those people, like, ah. No, I, I know, but then you, you could avoid it for one day, and then be done. I mean, the thing that gets me is like, I this was, this was a couple months ago. It had to because it was like homecoming for Lakewood, and I had to get from here to one seventeenth. And so I go down to Clifton like I always do, and everything's blocked. Mm -hmm. And why? Because there's a two-mile-long parade of people like walking mm -hmm. from Lakewood Park to the high school, and they're slow as shit. And this is on like a Friday night, so I don't have to be somewhere. Is on the corner of Bunce and, and Clifton. Oh no. Ugh. Oh yeah. Yeah. I went and picked him up early that day. In the repurposed Catholic school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where so BB was for yeah. a while too. That's where my mom went to grade yeah. school, and now it's basically a haunted hospital it's great no it's not it's a daycare i mean and my grandma worked there yep like i said haunted and my I'll grandpa ask, worked I'll ask there. my kids mm. if they've seen ghosts they won't tell you a is it answer. a ghost in a machine <laughs> <laughs> oh we'll we'll get there maybe one of my favoritest lines ever in this um but uh, the Jamaican pride float. Oh, did you think they were going to pirate raid the Doritos float? Because yes. I did. Yeah. I was very disappointed. I'm kind of sad that there's so many obvious things that they didn't yeah. do. And it's not just like, oh, it's obvious and we didn't do it. It's just like, you could have crammed that in. So one of the problems I have with this episode, and this is probably the biggest one, is that it feels like it's like a, a one gigantic series of missed opportunities. I can which, see that. Which is how I feel about Star Wars Episode Three. Um but like, I just thought it was gonna be like they were gonna jump on the Doritos, float. like dive like, into the guacamole like, like bowl pirates, and stuff, man. Like, and they, they did. And they just crashed. Well, because they were high. <laughs> they were so high, they were covered in a cloud. I thought, I thought of that, but really, that's what I wanted. 
I wanted a pirate raid. Yeah. I didn't get it. I guess. Uh, the Earthican pride prey float was dumb. But then just the, the whole sidebar with chicks uh, <laughs> paleontologists and paleontologists in the dirt. I think he was one of the guys that works at the museum, isn't he? Or is he just random nerd? Um, I don't know if he's a, been on it before. Because he's a paleontologist. No, he's, I'm a paleontologist. I thought he might have been one of the guys who found Seymour or something. Oh, honey, I dig you so much. She's kind of <laughs> cute. She had, like, the cat eye glasses and the librarian She looks dress. like a librarian, right? Yeah. I mean... I know how that goes. You look like a librarian, Dan. No matter what I wore, I would look like a librarian. <laughs> I know, at work anyway. Um, but, and the, the robot that was with him, I feel like he's oh, been on His name is, too. is Ben Beeler. Uh, he's been in a bunch of episodes. He is the one that found Seymour. Seymour so he's like, he's like a found. Randy type where he just shows up with a line here yeah. and there. Yeah, he's named after Ken Keeler. Um but the oh. uh, the robot that was really into it too was nice. Like you don't very often see nerd bots. No, there was a whole fraternity of nerd bots. B- right, the- like fifty eight episodes ago. Right, I'm just saying they're there. Robot house. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, so what what was the order of events? The the Jamaicans hit the Dorito, which causes the Dorito to break loose of its moorings. It flies forward and shears off the pedestals of the Earthican pride float. Yeah. And so the giant globe rolls, and that's what's going to kill Ben Beeler then? Is that, did, did that, is that the way it happened? I think you're right. Yes. Um, yes. Why was that globe so fucking heavy? Because they needed it to go somewhere and be dangerous. Because it's full of Earthican pride. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Well, Fry sure saved that one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but so um, when when he became a hero, which was that whole thing was just so instantaneous and crazy. But that wasn't made in P- Mayor Poopenmeyer, was it? Yes, yes, it was. It was. Yeah, he it didn't. Was. He didn't yeah. look like him, and I feel like he didn't sound. He's like him. It might usually, have just been that he's in the tux. I, 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 yeah, I was gonna say I feel like he's usually wearing a different jacket or something, yeah. but it was him. <laughs> I just like, hey, what's your name? I don't know. Yeah, Fry. <laughs> 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 that was, yeah. I mean, so despite your misgivings about this, I feel like there were a lot of really good lines. Like the Heroes don't do drugs. I, except Drug Man, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Drug Man in an episode. Like, what? what is, is that like when, uh, when Fry and Bender and Leela became the superheroes, like, would that have been mm-hmm. Hermes's uh, alter ego if he got the super cream to rub on him? Mm-hmm. I mean, they kind of you used drugs if you think about it to do that they yeah. Yeah, super, the, that the super cream, cream was, was a drug. drug i mean <laughs> it wasn't classified as a schedule one or anything is you don't know that it was an ointment but also drugs aren't schedule one drugs are drugs just in general well i mean drug I, mart have we saves have you cough the syrup is a drug pete have we have we had this discussion before about how basically anything you put into your body is a drug? Like, I mean, I just have the never definition. Had this conversation with the you. Defi- like, food 
You're basically any chemical you ingest. Oh, I definitely treat food like a drug. Yeah, me, me too. Um, well, when people say "don't put chemicals in my food," like they're yeah. fundamentally not understanding what a chemical is, and that everything can be a chemical. I don't want <laughs> elements in my body. It's disgusting. It's 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 uh, I, I mean, like I don't. I, I'm not trying to um, parse apart the definition of what drugs are. I just I, I feel think like, you are, though. I, I mean, that wasn't my intent. I don't, but then again, I don't know what my intent was. I just <clears> don't <throat> think that was it. Um, the, uh, but then the, the cut to coming back to Planet Express, another one of these great lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this has one of my favorite lines too, but I, I want to know if, it sure was nice of the mayor's wife to have sex with oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we missed right before that where Mayor Poopenmeyer declares that this Saturday henceforth shall be known as Friday. Friday. I couldn't tell if he just I, said it was like that one or every Saturday. Either way. So I like, I, uh, there's something about, I've always been fascinated by someone getting the key to the city. Yeah. <laughs> because like, what is it? Like, I I assume that it harkens back to like the days when cities had walls built around them with gates, yeah, that would lock, right? And hmm. like you get a key to the city so you can get into the city, like you're a trusted person. And every house in the city. and sounds prima like noctum. it's time for somebody to use the internet to look that up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> not it, not it. I do it all day at work. But I, I like that there was a whole handful of them. Right. I mean, I just wondered like what the- <laughs> and that the city's not in a good neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, the last time I heard of that happening um, was when there was a musician around here, this guy Jim Kanye, that passed yeah, away. And then they, like, a bunch of his friends. Isn't he a nun's It lot? does. It, yeah. It, it invokes the, like, medieval walled cities and the gates of which would be guarded during the day and locked at night. It symbolizes that, like, freedom of the recipient to enter and leave the city at will. Wow, you should be a Wikipedia contributor. Just pulled that right out of your Shh, head. Don't, make, don't, don't say that on the air. Then we'll all have to pay. We all, we'll all be morally obligated to pay. Um, People should donate to Wikipedia. Yeah, really, you should. You should. Keep the true crime I podcast did. in And also vote business. for your local library levy. Yeah, that too. Uh, because nobody uses books anymore. It's just dumb. People just buy movies at Redbox. Mm-hmm. I'm a senator. Um, the The... So Kanye got one posthumously, but that was, I mean, even that was like three or four years ago, right? Like Who got one? Jim Kanye. Kanye. So like, and I think, I mean, they did it and it was sort of like this nice gesture for his parents, but it was also kind of a gag because it was a guy who played in a bunch of like crazy death metal bands. Right. Giving him the key to the city. (laughs) Um, But like he, it was Parma, right? Yeah. And he was like all about Parma. Parma. Yeah, Yeah. 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 So I think it makes sense. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, for sure. I'm glad they did it. I think yeah. it's super cool. I would just, that's the last time in my living memory. I mean, I don't even remember. You don't even remember time. that, no. right? Um, but it, what was the, there was a. You want to know who has the key to the city of Cleveland? Yes. B.B. King. I got it. Bernie Kozar has to. Uh, well, he's not on this list. Oh. Uh, Pele. They took they took it away after a Pele? couple of those DUIs. Pele. Pele's got a key to Has Cleveland. A key to Cleveland? <laughs> yes. I'd like to Betty, see him try Betty and use White. It. Yes. Good. Cool. Uh, Wendy Malik. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. 
Wait, is she from Because here? they were both, well, they were both in Hot and Cleveland. Oh, that's right. So. Uh, Jane Leaves. Also Hot in Cleveland. Yeah, Valerie, Daphne. Valerie Bertinelli. Okay. Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's a family. Aretha movie. Franklin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, she's dead. And Mickey Bay, some IBF lightweight boxing champion. <laughs> and then Warren gave it to Dave Grohl. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Akron Mark Mothersbra. Oh, that's and good. Yeah, Le- he, he LeBron have- doesn't have a key to any city in Ohio. No, uh, not on he this left. list. <laughs> not on this list. I mean, like they're gonna eventually build a statue to that guy that's bigger than a terminal tower. He's probably gonna get a key to the city too. John Glenn has one from Nashville. Why? Hmm. I don't know. I, they doesn't give a reason. Now I just I want to get a key to some city if it doesn't have to be where you're from for any yeah. particular reason. Like no. if, if any if John Glenn should have a key from any city, it should probably be GD Cleveland. He's not from Cleveland though, isn't he? I don't think he's so. an Ohio guy. Yeah, or it so could be Columbus. Neil, Ar- Neil Armstrong is an I know. Ohio guy. All the best astronauts bet, come from here. I bet mm-hmm. Neil Armstrong has a key to Wapakoneta, Ohio. I bet Buzz Aldrin will fucking bust down whatever door he wants to go through, <laughs> even at 86 <laughs> years yeah. old. I love that cantankerous guy. That's the, that's the kind of old man I want to be. And I haven't been in the military or a fighter pilot or space astronaut, just, so I'll probably miss the You just want to punch a moon landing denier in the face. Fuck, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, I mean, I have a list. <laughs> They're on there, for sure. Right on. But I just, I love it, because he's still just such a... Uh, and, and apparently he's still kind of senile, but he can pull it together to, like, the, assault the somebody best, who deserves it. One of my favorite, my probably my second favorite Buzz Aldrin moment is when he's standing behind Trump and Trump is talking about the Space Force. Yeah. And he's, like, got this look on his face of sheer panic, like, what the hell is this guy talking about? He's fucking crazy. And he's, like, looking at... It looks like he's looking at someone who's out of the camera, like... Get me out of here. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Can I just say I shit my pants and leave? I mean, fuck, fuck, Trump does that anyway. He just kind of wanders off. So, um, I get, so Bender just gets pissed that Fry didn't save the robot, which right. I, I, I feel like Bender wouldn't care about that normally. That part seems a little odd. I, but I, Bender has, I feel like, gone off about like robot rights before. I can't yeah, think of a specific uh, instance. Yeah, well, he, on, on Mother's Day, like he was one of the organizers and things. I, yeah, yeah, but isn't there's that episode? Um, what the hell? Where he like may builds a new body for himself out of wood? Wasn't yeah. there some yeah. like protest about robot rights or something? Yeah. Well, no, that was Th- they, they were, all got banished. I yeah, thought, they were recycling for the upgrade. Oh, okay. I don't know. I feel like, but I feel like Bender a couple of times has had something to say. But this, I, there was another great line where Amy says, Bender, you always say you're going to kill yourself, but you almost never do. <laughs> right. Which means that <laughs> he's done never. it before. <laughs> but that he dated a, a suicide booth named Lynn for six months, right. but she moved to Oregon with her crazy mother. <laughs> and then, then walking in, he doesn't recognize her. Right. <laughs> But with you look great, fat, but you great. Would think, you would think that when you're inside your ex-girlfriend, you would know it. <laughs> uh, no comment. <laughs> just, uh, I'll, I'll just leave that there, Dan, but well played. Um, <laughs> but so then, instead of it being a suicide booth, it's a murder, murder booth. booth yeah. Which I love, because really, if you got a sentient suicide booth, then 
if it has intent, that's what it is. Could it be prosecuted? I like how Bender went to go kill himself, but then he got afraid because he uh, was going to get murdered. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's all pretty silly anyway. So, but if so, if you're going to accuse the suicide now murder booth of of murder, yeah, is it murder if the the booth is following its programming? It's a paradox. So I think about you and this, your damn paradoxes. I Tom. think about stuff like this a lot because I'm <clears throat> continuously watching the Clone Wars cartoon. Okay, and it's all like battle droids murdering each other, murdering people, or okay. you know. And so I Why? wonder, like, because so that's their purpose. Is they're like they're it, killbots? Yeah, basically. And so I wonder. I th- would think about it like that's the point of their existence. So. Can you fault they, them for doing it? Are they... Who programmed them? The uh, people who made them. Well, I mean, it's, the, the they're G- basically... The Geonosians. Tools then, yeah. right? So, I mean, they're, they're accessories to murder, if not murderers. Like, literal accessories. But is, are they at all responsible for it? Do they have free will? So, here's another thing, though. In Star Wars, R2-D2 kind of has a will of its own because yeah. he never gets his memory wiped so it allows him to like build all these neural pathways to kind of is that how they explain that what about c-3po c-3po's mind white get mind gets wiped at the end of episode three i didn't i i stopped halfway through episode two yeah well they don't it's off it's off screen okay. but but uh they bail, mentioned bail it, organa like, tells yeah. captain antilles to wipe c-3po's memory what about finn what about finn Oh, because he's conditioned to... That's a good question. Is Finn responsible for anything that he did before he left the First Order? Yeah. I'm just asking. This is not... This is the wrong show. Like, this is a whole other podcast. Do you want us to talk about books, Tom? Well, no, it's relevant. No, but that's... Now I'm thinking about all of this. The murder bots and suicide murder booths. Do you guys have taken off caps? No. (laughs) I liked that. And that the Fry just didn't get it, like, and got yelled at by the professor because he's a savage. But he had one. You yeah. didn't know it was for taking <laughs> Why are they all, like, plaid old man hats, though? Like, what, what, that's a none of head. them had, like, regular hats. What else would they be? I, I mean, what, okay, what would you classify as a regular hat, Michelle? Like, like a normal. Normal, so like even, they're all printed. I mean, yeah. like a solid regular ass hat. Those were all like bright blue plaid golf. Yeah. What theme. about like a fedora? What color is it? Because uh, I think Leela was uh, wearing a fedora. Leela had some big pink, like lady going to the Kentucky Derby hat on. <laughs> <laughs> I I I mean, I don't. Is it is it? Maybe that was Amy. I can't remember. What what is, is a is it a milliner that makes hats? It's a haberdasher. Is is that okay? Then what's what's a milliner? I don't know. I don't know. Can you look that up too, Tom? A milliner. A millionaire. Millin M I L L I N R N E R. I thought haberdashery just spoke to just general no, gentlemen. Hat making or millinery millinery. Well, what's the difference between a milliner and a haberdasher? I wonder if a haberdasher is what sells hats. <laughs> that could be. A hat emporium? <laughs> I, oh, that, that actually makes sense. I bet that's right. <laughs> you need someone to make it, and then you need someone to sell it. Right. What if you're a milliner yeah. who also sells hats? Yeah. 
Sell the Milliner Direct. <laughs> Maybe we can get Milliner <laughs> Direct the to middle sponsor man. the show. <laughs> it's the manufacture and design of hats and headwears, millinery. And haberdashery is a person who sells small articles for sewing. What? what? Really? <laughs> is that like, like uh, handkerchiefs and stuff? Such as buttons, ribbons, zippers, men's outer fitter. Or men's outfitter. So maybe that's what, what um, sells men's hats. I, if it's accessories and small, like I yeah. mean, you you put ribbons on hats, you put feathers. What kind hats. of savage Any puts a ribbon on a hat? Uh, every everybody, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> almost every hat has There's a ribbon a, around the the I crown. Specifically, so you put your press. Remember reading mm-hmm. a Batman comic where the, the mad he Hatter, fought the milliner. No, he fought the Mad Hatter, and the Mad Hatter like he made all these devices to put in hats so that he could control people's minds. Like brain slugs? Kind of. And he raided a haberdasher so that he could have hats to put the devices in. Somebody writing Batman cartoons probably should have looked in a fucking dictionary is what I'm thinking. Probably. Was this the animated series? No, this oh. was uh, this was in the comics, and it was probably yeah. Denny O'Neill, who is, was the Batman editor for like 20 oh, years. Oh, poor, mean, nasty old bender. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then there's the big twist. They're all gonna miss him. He's actually dead. They're turning him into like a garbage can. And then the ghost bender comes out of his body. We, you, so you <clears throat> rolled right past something that I thought was hilarious. What was, was the horn on the dead X truck? It played oh. like a funeral turn, uh, <laughs> but like, uh, but like in a major key. So it was all like kind of up. Oh yeah. <laughs> So oh so like like the uh the so like I just yeah I just totally missed that yeah that's beautiful that, I, that was a thing in this episode that made me laugh out loud oh it's uh it's good um he may always be gone but <laughs> but he'll always be with us as a trash can <laughs> hmm. a millinery is makes women's hats. A, a hatter or haberdasher makes men's hats. Oh, so it's sexist too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you think there was a thing where like milliners? Well, a haberdasher also sells men's clothing, and a haberdashery is a men's clothing or department store, not specifically hat focused. But a milliner makes women's hats. Then who makes the and men's children's hats? hats? It's only for ladies and children. A hatter. A hatter at a haberdasher. <laughs> Those this are the is guys. why we don't wear hats anymore, people. Because <laughs> we're too confused <laughs> you know about the, wearing I thought it was because of Kennedy. There's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he had been, it might have held everything together. If he'd been wearing his bulletproof cap. The, the, no, it's, uh, I didn't mean it like that. He just was like the first person to not wear hats who was famous. Really? That's what I've ever, heard. Ever. Well, he had that head of hair. Well, yeah. Did you say ever or ever? Ever. Abba. First person to never wear a hat. Abba. <laughs> I said famous person. Never, Abba. No. No, but like famous. He, but yes. like he was the I, he might have been the first president of the United States who didn't wear hats. Like but he was I've always heard people he say was, that Kennedy okay, killed hats. Good. It's he's probably the first president of the United States to do amphetamines too, but we don't hold that against him. He was not. He didn't or prescribed, but he did. I guarantee you. Or you he think was not somebody first. was do- Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that he didn't, just that they right. were they were a part of the job long yeah. before that. Okay, fair enough. Um they give Fry the first pick of body parts. Don't pick his nose. 
<laughs> he ends up doing that anyway, but he takes the arm as a back scratcher, <laughs> which is fantastic. He's he may like, be gone, but he'll always be with us as a trash can. Like if you, if you were gonna, you know, like, all right, I'm getting dark here. This is just a thought experiment. Say you have an animal, the cherished pet, pet dies, maybe in a horrible wreck of some kind. Maybe say say you have. Doesn't matter how. Well, it does. It does. Because if the whole body isn't salvageable, I'm not talking about getting it taxidermied to be like stuff to have mm-hmm. around. I'm saying your dog. I won't even say cat getting run over by a car, but your dog gets run over by a car. I but, care way more about my cat than my dog. But there's a, a, you know, there's a good leg left. Would you get that taxidermied to use as a, like a back scratcher? No. 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 <laughs> Not, I mean, wouldn't even consider it. No, no. <laughs> I don't need a back scratcher. Would you, if they were two legs left? Would you get them like those deer hat and coat racks, where they mount the hoofs like this, and you can hang stuff on them? Probably not. Probably no. <laughs> so, what's the difference between the pet being taxidermied in full or in part, and? Like a deer, yeah. Uh, the love and yeah, compassion yeah. that you tax- have for getting, that a- animal and the relationship you built with that over the years. Yeah, having a pet taxidermied is like preserving the presence of your pet in full for you to look at and kind of remember, like, oh, this is what it was like when they were here. That's one thing, but having bits and pieces of your pet repurposed <laughs> for utility to be is practical not and servile to you, and it's. They're helping. They're give, literally giving you a helping hand for eternity. But Pete's not dead inside. I'm not 100 percent high high 90s. But I I don't know. I like my feelings on the ones that live here right now. Very clear. I just as soon incinerate them. But I I, I haven't had. A, like, Would you keep their ashes? I don't know. I couldn't keep the ashes from the dogs I had that I loved because my first ex-wife took them. <laughs> um, so I think she kept them. I might put them in an urn. I don't, I don't know. I feel like that would be something that might like, you know, after two or three moves, you'd be like, we're just we're going to take you to your favorite park, Turbo. No, you know? people don't do that. They keep their pet's ashes forever. Yeah. No one. I have an ex-girlfriend it. who had who kept. We have. Yeah, well, my, I'm sure Tom's house ashes. is sixty percent. My <laughs> my mom still has both of ashes. her old dog's ashes. Their couch is actually a pet. Years ago, ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's real soft though. See, if you taxidermied everybody, eventually you'd have like a museum you could charge admission to. These are all the best pets. I'm just putting it out there. We we were on fire with million dollar ideas the other night when we recorded with Tim Cornette. Like yeah. it was just. Nonstop. That guy, he, someone needs to give him a job in like <laughs> advertising or, you know, like Amazon or Google just needs to give him a lab and set him loose because they'll make a gajillion dollars. Um, so, but I guess the, the whole thing is Bender doesn't know that he's dead. Um, right. Which, that's... Uh, that's such a weird conceit, but it, I mean, it happens in other things. He thought he just had laryngitis and anti-gravity. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> both seem perfectly reasonable, right? Um, 
But that's the point where everybody's favorite, the robot devil, shows up. Fucking robot devil. Mm-hmm. And you know what I realized is uh, your weird upside downy head profile picture mm-hmm. looks like the robot devil. Does it? Kind of. It's just a big upside down triangle head. No. No? I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. I don't know. I, I'll uh, carry on. <laughs> So I really appreciated that Bender said, I'll take, oh, well, we're not there yet, but when, when can we go to when they go to hell? Yeah, yeah. go to it. Okay, so they <laughs> okay. go to hell and the, ro- the robot devil makes a makes a pact with Bender. It's a bat, but still. No. No. It's robot devil shape. It's not. <laughs> I mean, the, the bat head no. lady definitely have seen, has Have you seen the build. robot devil? Did you watch this episode? Yeah. I took notes. <laughs> Vaguely similar shape. And no, you don't <laughs> see you don't see things as weird blobs of shape and color. That's it. <clears throat> um, yes, the the resistance to having him sing was just oh like, God. Mm-hmm. and then he starts to sing, and I was like, motherfucking mm-hmm. robot <laughs> devil. And then Bender shuts it down. I was so I, was proud great. of him. Oh my God! I literally like. I did a little cheer. I was like, ah, oh, thank you, because <laughs> this, uh, that is like. Oh, I hate the robot. Followed so up much. with my favorite line from this episode, possibly this That's season. That's my favorite. One of my favorite Futurama moments is <laughs> "You're a ghost, a ghost." <laughs> no, just a regular one. <laughs> Which that opens up the door to like, what are the differences between right. a ghost, a ghost, a ghost, a ghost? It, it goes on and on. I like this idea that there are like de- degrees of ghostliness, and what what is a ghost? Really, like, how does that compare to a regular ghost? Oh, it's the ghosts don't exist, but robot ghosts do. Maybe that's it. Maybe. Yeah, so since Bender killed himself, he's in limbo, and his software was exported to the computational cloud. Oh, God damn it! I didn't even realize that. Like, we were just talking about Alexa and shit for, to, to talk right. about it. Oh, I, I, I thought that's why yeah, we were talking I thought, about it. Right. <laughs> you put two and two together. Claude, did you guys uh. watch the episode? Uh, <laughs> I watched it like 24 hours ago. Uh, I can't be held responsible for knowing it without this thing of notes in front of me. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yeah, I didn't pick mm-hmm. up on that either, and I watched this episode twice. Yeah, I, so, I mean, that's what we're getting to. That's what the singularity will be, is this computational cloud Skynet deal, but Bender's in it. And I like the fact that he can still retain his individualized consciousness out of it. But it's almost the same as last, the last episode, where his, he maintained a connection to all of the microscopic benders, like every bender mm-hmm. in between. Like it was all part of this whole... The wireless network between yeah. all machines. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that's crazy. If you're toaster... Well, that's what happens. I think we, he I think we talked stuff, plenty right? about the singularity last time. Yeah, I, but like but. in this one, shit like Fry's hairdryer and toaster attacking him starts oh, happening because Bender's possessing it. You mm-hmm. skipped over one thing that I also appreciated was... When they're talking about Fry, the robot devil says, I hate that guy. We swashed hands <laughs> once and mine still smell like candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Which, I mean, I guess. Sorry, stink of candy corn. Of, of all the things that Fry's hands could smell like, right. I mean, candy corn is probably the most pleasant. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> candy corn smells good. It's just like vanilla and sugar. And, and yeah. corn syrup. Corn syrup. It's, it's good for you. It's, uh, I mean, if you stack it all up in a tube, it looks like corn. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. 
That's really uh, when I realized that it, it, yeah. it was like a giant piece of a puzzle that was missing that I didn't know I mean, was why, missing. Like, oh, is all there, of a sudden was where it needed to be. Is there some kind of Martha Stewart-ass project where you get like Tootsie Roll or something and heat it up so it's sticky and goopy, or and then you stick your corn into it and make like a that corn? Sounds, that sounds, sounds like gross. a Pinterest project. <laughs> it's, oh, it sounds disgusting, yeah. I don't know if a Tootsie Roll would it's be like the right vehicle too, for that Too project, shitty taste <laughs> taste even worse What about worse just marshmallows? Together. I love candy corn. Oh, it's... I bet you wouldn't even have to melt the marshmallows. You could just like... Yeah. I don't think they'd be stable enough. The big fat ones? Yeah. Those extra, they're very, those they're extra very, big extra fat ones? They're very squishy. Hmm. Maybe. I, and then you have to think about the, the, the circumference of your core. You've got to add... I mean, corn isn't that big. But like if you've got a long Tootsie Roll... That's going to come out like a regular size ear of corn. So it's just going to end up looking like a turd with corn in it. <laughs> Which is what corn looks like anyway. That's why they used to use corn cobs as toilet paper. Mm. Like we're all going to when civilization collapses. Um, so Bender makes a deal with the devil because he's not dumb. Which, I, he did. I mean, wouldn't you at least give it the lip service to read a contract with the devil? How often do you click I agree on your user agreements with Apple? I, I trust Tim Cook way more, than <laughs> I, way more than I trust the robot devil. Or are you insinuating they're basically the same thing? I mean, Tim, I have an iPhone too, so I do the same thing. I just yeah. have no illusions about trust for Apple. Well, exactly. So Especially bring, because Apple is shutting down all the porn on Tumblr, and now I, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I, I can give you a couple URLs. I mean, add. but Tumblr's convenient because it has an app. Like, Does it? Yeah. I don't. Your Safari's got private mode. Mm. Not only that, um, oh, I had a, I had somewhere to go with this, and I don't think I want to go there. Um, <laughs> it's, never mind. We can we can talk off mic. Um, but the whole point of it is, Fry must die, which rhymes. Fry well, must die. But. Uh, for making the so robot devil Bender stand, gets his like body. Or... Like what? What was? If, so if Bender had actually killed him, um, what would the twist have been on getting the body back? Like, would he just be like, "Here's your body, but you can't get into like you have physical possession of your body, but you can't operate it." I think he just wants him dead. The robot devil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what? I mean, what do you think the devil's twist would be with it? That Bender. Is supposed to get his body back if he kills Fry. But what would the devil... You know, it's, it's, it's a scary door thing. It's like, there's going to be a twist. Because Bender has to kill his best friend. Yeah, but Bender doesn't well, care about he, that at the, this point. The, the catch is, if he fails, he has to spend eternity in robot hell, which is where robot devil practices, practices with, with his, his band. band. Yeah. That's the catch. There's, that's it. So assuming he... So he... I mean, he's doing it to... With the assumption that he's going to fail. Or he wins either way. He gets to torture Bender with his music... Or he gets or, fried dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you for breaking that down for me. You should go into law. Um, but the, uh, the, the sleep position that Fry is in, sprawled out with the tidy whiteies. That's how my three-year-old sleeps. <laughs> really? how I sleep. <laughs> I, well, this, this raised a couple questions for me. Um, would Fry have to leave Robot Arms Apartments because he no longer has a robot roommate? Is that just the name of the place? Or I thought it was like an apartment building specifically for robots and he was just kind of like subletting from Bender. No, they were they were roommates. Yeah. 
And Fry is technically Fry is living in the closet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, Bender's dead. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure as long as he can cover the rent, who cares? Yeah, no one's going to question it. Is that like on Friends where the they just had the apartment on rent control or some shit? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They explained know. it in an episode. It was like Monica's great aunt's apartment or whatever, and no one knows that she died. Yeah, okay. That's that's all the answer I need. Um, he also, in his little wall basketball hoop, had uh, a dirty sock and some kind of indescribable sludge. <laughs> it was he, like kind of stuck to the wall and I think like stretched through the net too. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out if it was like leaves of lettuce or, I mean, it was just like goop kind of hanging in the net. I just thought it was just it. fry goop. like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like some of the general filth that follows Fry around. Well, that that's fair, I guess. He is afraid of soap, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and Bender's like kind of like, I realize this, that Bender's like kind of a poltergeist because he's not like, he's not just like, like apparating or like making noises. He basically inhabits electronic devices and like flings Flips them at Fry. So he's kind of like a poltergeist. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and he's malevolent, which yeah. is... But in a very, like, crafty and goofy way. I mean, I guess this is a funny cartoon. The, the toast where it spelled boo with the exclamation <laughs> point. That was good. And then, uh, actually, um, with the, <laughs> not the armpits. Winter's coming when he, when he gets the shaver. But then this just jumped around into a bunch of stuff. Um, Request to bite my shiny metal ass are down 98%, but then Scruffy's like the other 2%, yeah. which I love. Um, and he's using Bender's body as a vacuum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hold on to your dookie. It's about to get spooky. spooky. <laughs> I wish there was a pineapple vending machine that I could purchase pineapples from. That Wouldn't you want them to be cored already, though? Fuck, I don't care. Just as long as it's an edible pineapple. It's such a pain in the ass to core a pineapple. Yeah, but you Look. And peel them. Do anything. Dude, I worked in produce for 70 million years. I I know how hard it is to core Mm -hmm. a goddamn pineapple. But what happens when I'm coring a pineapple at home is I can eat the core and I can suck all this succulent juice. It's edible. It's edible. It's just harder flesh. It's still Ugh. pineapple. Do you think? Do you think Dole's not serving you fucking pineapple cores? They're serving you pineapple cores. I it's, don't buy it's, canned uh, pineapple, so I don't know. Oh, so you just buy fresh pineapple that you have to core? I've, uh, I've no, because you can go to the goddamn grocery store and buy a pineapple that's already cored, and I know that because I used to do it. I've got I've got one of those gadgets with like a handle on the top. You chop the spiky part of the pineapple off, and then you just stick it, and then it, it and, and then you twist it, it and it. It cuts it into like a nice spiral. Oh, nice. When That's I great. worked in produce, we had like this big machine yeah, that you it was put like, it on. Yeah, it was probably like three or four feet high, and it had literally almost was like a press. Like you would set the pineapple on the thing, you would cut the stem off the yeah. top, set it on this thing, pull this handle, and this whole contraption would come. Like one down. of those can crusher <laughs> things that you just kind of, and it would like. Pull the core out and also like slice the pineapple. See, I'd love to have one of those things too. Just like I'd like to have a, a vertical spit rotisserie, like you get at a Euro shop. Mm. I just don't have room in my kitchen for any of that. I might soon, because basically everything else in here is going to leave except this table. I could probably set up like a deli counter. <laughs> <sighs> Why would you want your own deli counter? Why wouldn't you want your own deli <laughs> counter? Because yeah, then you could be on that list that Cleveland.com puts out of the top however many places with the most uh, 
food violate food health. Well, food. <laughs> I, look, mm-hmm. I'd be eating. It's not like I'd be serving euros to other then people. Then what's the obviously. point of a counter? Because I could. I just meant like a counter to make sandwiches on. I don't mean a counter to sell things you across. You said a deli counter. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm thinking like that. <laughs> right. Like, like a meat case with yeah. all your. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, but okay. I'd back, it, and... I'd back it up so that the glass side that people would stand on the other side of would just be against the wall. And then I'd have the in, I could open the inside up and have a cutting board <laughs> and have a rotisserie grill and a pineapple slicer. I, oh shit, you could put like a ham on the rotisserie grill. I think you're going to need a bigger house. No, that bookshelf is going. That vintage sewing machine with the plant on it is going. These two tables are going. That bag of dry cleaning that has been sitting. This is not an exaggeration. The clothes in that bag have been in that bag for over 10 years. Just saying. Hmm. Uh, She'll be happy I outed that to the world. Um, So there's going to be room in here. And I think those would be like good... What else am I going to do? Just stick amps and guitars in every room? Because that's the best option I got right now. Do you need a place to put amps and guitars? No. Oh. But I'm going to need to fill this space up with something so it's not empty. Like Why? My, because it's just, like, look, all the pictures are already down. It's, it's, it's Casanova bachelor apartments already. <laughs> Can I borrow a feeling, Dan? Um, so, <laughs> basically... Nobody believes that Fry's getting haunted, but it's like the weirdest episode, or like version of the ghost movie. I'm surprised they didn't do like an Unchained Melody yeah. scene in this. Um, There's no such thing as whatever you're saying. <laughs> and, then, and then like the way that they cut off, the go- uh, there's a ghost that needs beep or whatever when the, the dial tone clicked up, but the number you have dialed has been lame since 1989. Yeah. <laughs> Which... Is that when Ghostbusters 2 came out? I think so. It was that there was a 5 year gap? I don't know. No, and I uh, Ghostbusters 2 Ghostbusters came out. Ghostbusters like 84. Was Ghostbusters like 86? 2 came out later. Later? It was I think 89? it was still in the 80s. Huh. To the IMDb. But uh 80, okay, I mean, it that, was 89. Is that fair? Because I thought, I mean, Ghostbusters 2 is not as good as Ghostbusters it's 1, but not it's not bad. bad. Right, it's not bad. You get Vigo the Carpathian. Yes. And all of that stuff. And little baby Oscar. Yeah. Um, so that just seems like a sort of a mean dig. The river of slime and whatnot. Um, the mis- <laughs> but that's just the whole misdirect thing where the prefer- professor's like, you sure everything can be explained by science and they have a seance instead. <laughs> 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 With the robot gypsy. She says, let the seance begin. And Farnsworth goes, I said science. <laughs> Zoidberg's got the theremin. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, have you guys ever seen the movie Theremin? No. Okay, so it's, it again, it's 20 some years old at this point, but it's a documentary about the inventor who created the instrument. He was this mm-hmm. Russian scientist or, you know, electronics engineer, mm-hmm. created the instrument and it just kind of goes through a history of the instrument and him and then uh, this woman who was like the world's most virtuosic theremin player. Like she's like this 90 year old lady and she's crazy. Um, it's, it's actually very good. It's maybe like, you know, the end, it, it winds up with him like living basically poor in New York City, like Tesla, like feeding pigeons. But it's 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 a fun story. There's an interview with Brian Wilson. You know, they do these clips mm-hmm. in the middle, and it's just such a perfect like encapsulation of his stream of consciousness craziness. That it's, it's it's I mean, it's worth it just for that. 
to see. It's mm. a good film anyway, but it's probably out there. It's probably on YouTube for free or something, but yeah. something to check out. You don't see them very often now. I think you might see them more often now than you used to because it's, it's got a little hipster cachet. But uh, I've always wanted to just uh, build one and then... Yeah, theremin would be cool. How to contractualize it. I hear they're very difficult to learn. Yeah, because you've got to master like 3D space. Yeah. And it's, it was, well, there's some Jerry, it was, it was probably the Nutty Professor or something. I mean, there's some Jerry Lewis movie where he's like, what? Yeah, I think that <laughs> clip is in the uh, Theremin movie. Mm. But like, it, you know, it's, it's basically you can control the pitch and the volume so minutely that you just make these little things that just makes these weird changes. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. I'm going to have a lot of spare time to build things and maybe I'll make one. I'm very excited. Oh, don't be. Um, there's no such thing as ghost, you donkey monkey. <laughs> Which <laughs> I feel like that needs to come into the vernacular. I, I think I'm going to steal donkey monkey. Donkey monkey. It's something donkey to call your monkey? kids. It's something to call the kids it's that come into my ghost. work and harass <laughs> me. <laughs> I, you might be careful about that. Yeah, I'm not allowed to call them names, but you know, whatever. But your your own, you can call your own kids whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I could. I mean. You got sweet kids, but I can see them being a little obstinate and being like, oh, "Come yeah. on, you donkey monkey!" My three-year-old is, can be very obstinate. Yeah, he's a little fire pug too. Yeah, so start calling him a donkey monkey. Um, <laughs> so so th- at this point, there's this running buffet. I, just, I lost it. The running gag about the buffet. Yeah, I fucking love it. <laughs> like, it's just. It, it's a thing all of a sudden, and everybody knows about it and right. is referencing it without it having ever been mentioned for a hundred mm. episodes previously or anything. It's beautiful. Like the, the preacher bot showing up for the exorcism and like, where's the buffet? I got the <laughs> too, too much, much macaroni sweats. I've had that. <laughs> I have too. <laughs> if, if all goes well, I'll have them this weekend. And that then, made me very happy. And he's got the biscuits. Scruffy's it, I, famous corn corn biscuits. I, I want to eat at Scruffy's buffet. Oh, for oh, sure. This my deli counter could you be can Scruffy's, call it buffet. Scruffy's buffet. Shit, this is fantastic. <laughs> start that'll that's how we'll transition into the food podcast. Mm, <laughs> we'll just mm-hmm. start serving guests. Oh, oh God, we can tie it in with Tim's idea from the last episode. Oh my God, I feel manic. You can call this is good. your food podcast Scruffy's buffet. <laughs> And you'll never have to explain it. Just call it that. <laughs> and then someone's going to be like, why do you call it Scruffy's Buffet? People will know. And They'll some know. people will know. Um, I, I, in addition to macaroni sweats, they've also had meat sweats. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That, that's followed up, too. So when they finally believe Fry, he says, I can't sleep. I can't think. I can't even think. He's <laughs> 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 just like... Um, He's just sitting in the center of that whirlwind of Bender, like, possessing yeah. shit. And they're just like, oh, now you get it. Is that a reference to some other ghost movie? I, I thought, It made me think of Poltergeist. Really? I, I, I don't... If I've seen it, I don't remember. You should see it. It's really fucking good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's scary. It's very... I think it's, it's gets, great. it gets... People overlook it, I think, probably because of The Exorcist. It's really fucking but good. Poltergeist is better than The Exorcist. The Exorcist isn't opinion. really scary. I like The Exorcist a lot. I agree with you. I, they're both great movies, but I think they're they're so different, they're almost not comparable. It's got Craig T. Nelson in it. Yeah. Coach? 
Mm-hmm. But Poltergeist, like, I hadn't seen it in a really long time, the, the first time I saw it again, and it shocked me at how good it was. Really? Yeah. And he's, like, the only person alive still from the movie. That is not true. Really? I know, it's not true. <laughs> I thought that was, was that Phantasm, or what's the... No, it was Poltergeist. There was a rumor of, like, a Poltergeist curse. They used real human bones and skulls in it because it was cheaper than fake ones. Well, like, yeah. Obviously. You buy them from China. Mm-hmm. Plastic costs money. Um, but the, so who, it's the, uh, the preacher bot gives him the firewall. Mm-hmm. And that's, this is why I need to get one. Because <laughs> it, it keeps your electronics away from possessions and it ke- keeps cats off your couch by killing them. Which <laughs> 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 is just, just a nice aside. Like, I, look, if you saw the back of these, you'd understand. Oh, I've I've got cats. Yeah, I have two cats. I know. They but, like to rip things with their oh, little knifey hands. Awful. Um, but that's but then Bender just shoves himself into the firewall. That's the part that was, seems more preposterous than anything. Mm-hmm. He just like forces his way in. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is the point of this thing if he can still? Yeah. So it, it, something that I didn't write in my notes, but I thought of it the first time I watched this episode is. It's it's kind of like a uh, in D anD D. There's a thing called a, if you're a cleric, you can cast a spell that's called turn undead. Okay. And so the um, if you cast the spell, any undead within a certain radius, um, they have to make what's called a save. And so you have to roll your d twenty, and you have to um, uh, roll a number that's higher than um, than a certain number, and then. If you make the save, you're not turned, but if you don't make the save, you have to flee from the person who cast the spell for, like, uh, however long it says. It just turns them around the other way? Yeah, and they can't they can't attack you. They can't come towards you. They have to keep... They have to it stay out of this. repels them. Yeah. Or okay. turns them. And well, see, that's ambiguous language, because turn undead could mean you're taking somebody you're literally who's dead and you're turning them undead. No, you're physically turning <clears throat> the undead thing away from you. It could be somebody who's alive and you turn them undead. No. I mean, it could be, but that's not what it does. Okay. I'm telling I'm not, you what it look, does. Look, I'm not Gary Gygax. I'm just saying. He used ambiguous language on that sure. spell. But uh, that, anyway, so that little device, it's like a weird almost talisman that you would have in D&D that would turn undead, and it made me think of that. That's oh, all. I, yeah. I mean, it's a... It's a, a, a a talisman is a good word for what the what, thing the is. thing that yeah the firewall, but either way, Bender thinks he scares him to death by making, projecting his own yeah. face and melting it. Um, T- time to let my guard down, even for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, that pro- projection—if you like woke up and saw that—that that is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to look at myself ever. Projection—it made me think of when. Um, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, when all the Nazis look inside the Ark and they melt, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. face melting is disgusting. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, don't they sell a candle of the Nazi's face from oh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, or maybe it's just a skull or something? But it's like you you melt it and like the insides, it's like a it melts pink. That would be cool. Yeah. I would buy the shit out of probably, it. Probably at Spirit Halloween. You missed your chance until next year. Um, but Fry's Wikipedia page says he survived. <laughs> Damn you, Obamacare. <laughs> Which uh, is still in place. Um, at, 
but this is the point where it has the line from your your intro, Michelle. Yes. <laughs> like, was it his heart? Dr. Is, Cahill. Yeah. It's his his heart. What his heart is badly damaged, and my cleavage isn't helping him mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> <laughs> she, I mean, she's just popped up randomly several times now through the series. Like, she is a competent doctor. She's just a sexy competent doctor, right? Yep. She's not like Zoidberg, who's just sexy. <laughs> <laughs> she's very um, sad that he was not really in this episode at all. He, uh, you know, he played the theremin. Is yeah, that enough? But I want him to talk. It's weird to see a lecherous professor, though, because he was helping <laughs> him. Yeah. I mean, that's unusual for him to even show that kind of uh, animus. But uh, once he pulls through to get away from the machines, they send him to the Amish homeworld. Which so I have a question about the ship that takes you to the Amish homeworld, powered by oxen. Is that I, so? I guess I missed that. But like, I, that's what I was think trying to figure out. Like, if the Amish could own an interstellar ship, it's made out of wood. Right, but it's not anything to do with what it's made of. It's they can't. I thought they can't own anything that uses electricity. I've, you know what's funny is uh, maybe it didn't use electricity. No, it's oxen powered. Well, so yeah, it can't be in their homes. It's something to do with the the, the lines or something. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I know they do use. Uh, at least Mennonites have cars. They use cars. Some of them and uh, telephones. Um, uh, the Mennonites are like the reformed ones that are like kind of half crazy instead of toe. It's like I say that and like when everything collapses, they'll be the ones mm-hmm. that are still having room springers. Um, this, I, the thing, this is just as an aside, I feel like we recorded two episodes this week that'll be spaced out for a while, but um, there's all these references between the two that have come up where there's just this this convergence between because we talked about the Amish people a couple days ago we're talking about like Obamacare or something and it's just uh, the singularity all of these pieces it's just weird like this is now like the sixth reference that unintentionally has happened (laughs) from the show we did two days ago and it's starting to get to me I think we might be one of those computer glitch things that everybody thinks that we're in Elon Musk thinks we're in a, a simulation um the Amish homeworld you could the on that oxen powered Spaceship, you can take two carry-on butter churns. <laughs> it's the limit, though. Yeah. What do you think it smells like in there between the people and the butter churns in that and non-air-congestioned... Uh, and, and the oxen. And the probably oxen, oxen poop, because mm-hmm. that probably overpowers, overpowers everything. You think? Right. I don't know. You're probably right, Tom. I mean, but Bender's the only machine Fry's going to miss when he goes, like, which is, is interesting because he's living without TV and all kinds of things, but he's, he's a, he apparently takes right to being Amish. He picks up his beard and, you know. G- I like gets, that they gave him the wrong color beard first. Well, mm-hmm. they, I think they gave him a choice. That's, I mean, they just like, here's one. And they're like, oh, and then they give him the ginger one, and then off he goes. But he's working. It's like probably the hardest he's ever worked. He's just fully ingrained into Amish society almost immediately. Um, you know, but like they show the part where he's sleeping at night and he takes <laughs> the beard off and hangs it on the bed frame. But with the, uh, the, the, the one line that came up in there is when, when Fry says that Bender's the only machine he'll miss, Bender's like, that's the closest thing to Bender is great than anyone but me has ever said. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was beautiful. Um, but that, yeah, then he's building like Buckminster Fuller Amish houses and everything's great. I mean, are, are the Amish allowed to use... I guess they're allowed to use geometry, right? Yeah. It's not the devil's I mean, math. you have to use geometry to build a fucking barn. Do you? 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's math. It's not electricity. It's made out of, it's made out of shapes. I get that, but like, uh, uh, I mean, no, they just they just put up four walls and hope it, it <laughs> makes the size that they need it to be. Yeah. Okay, I like. I, oh, fine. It's a dumb question. I don't know shit about. Actually, uh, I know someone who's married to a former Amish guy. We could probably get him on as a guest. Yeah. If he's not afraid of the microphone, and just ask him Amish questions. Be like, uh, how do you feel about re? Yeah. Uh, cartoons. Um, what if we have Amish listeners? <laughs> like they're on a construction site or something, building fireplaces and raising barns. Yeah, and somebody's yeah. got. I mean, well, it's, it's. I mean, the Amish are like the original undocumented laborers. Like they go, they? they go pick up a bunch of people down in Amish country and like bring them out to construction sites. They're total, totally. That's a thing. Oh, huh? they pile them all in a van. They get out. They work. Take them back. They get paid. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. they get paid. I'm just like, how do you know that they? You don't can't work? just live on cheese and. I know that. I'm not. I'm saying, how do you know that they're undocumented? How do you know that they're not? Well, like, I mean, I just, I just, well, there's probably there's Security. probably a lot of it under the table because you know some of those taxes are going to electricity. <laughs> Somewhere along the line, it's paying for, you know, a a a thing with a a dualistic nature of wave and particle action. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, when everybody comes to visit, finally, the robot devil tags along in disguise, dressed as Granny Hester, (laughs) which one who is left naked, but okay. Yeah. (laughs) Naked, but unharmed. (laughs) But then, you know, it's just like Fry's like, oh, wait, this is totally like, he knows Granny Hester. Like he's just totally ingrained in it. And that's the thing that seems so, he, he renounced his entire life, became fully Amish, like seemingly like that they don't really give you a time frame but it's a cartoon so we can assume it's maybe like three days that he's there before everybody comes to visit you know i don't know i don't know um anyway is it is it is it the devil the robot devil that says you're using my own words against me (laughs) no it's bender was it oh it's oh okay because he's trying to say you that human life yeah he's not gonna he doesn't want to kill fry anymore um I want to yell, move your ham flaps at someone. Oh, God, that's a, such a great line. Could you do that at work mm-hmm. to some of these kids? Like if there's a kid that's like... No, because I always tell them not to run. Well, maybe, okay, so maybe there's like a situation like a... Although I will, so every once in a while we have to bounce a kid out of the library for being disrespectful or swearing or whatever. I mean, or say there's like all of a sudden there's a library masturbator at one of the computers and like, kids, get away from him, move your hand flaps. Well, I would tell him that he needs to leave. Yeah, but you don't, I mean, you want to get them. He's already moving his hand flaps. (laughs) 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 Yeah, just like that. Okay, gotcha. Um, But then, anyway, Fry asking about how Scruffy's buffet is doing was just like the beautiful camera and all of that, you know? What What other dishes do you think Scruffy cooks besides his famous corn biscuits and macaroni? I assume there's some kind of sausage gravy. Oh, and probably sausage. I mean, it's probably just like a good barbecue buffet. Yeah. Damn. I bet. I bet he turned Bender's carcass into a vacuum and then a smoker. That's what I was just gonna say. Because imagine how much meat and smoke you could in fit that in that magical, magical chest, chest cavity. cavity. Yes. You just keep piling it in. You could put brisket after brisket after brisket in there. 
Oh my God, I want some brisket now. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Bender finds the loophole by possessing the robot devil's body because mm-hmm. he's the only machine there. So that made me think of something. Yeah. Could Bender just possess his own body? Probably, but they had disassembled it, right? Well, like Scruffy's um, using it as no, a No, because it's not... Well, I mean, maybe he could have, but it would have to have some power to begin with. Oh, I think that's okay. the only way he was able to possess Wait, any does, of the stuff he had. Does this episode completely mm. negate the episode from a few seasons ago where they say that Vendor's not in the cloud, he has no backup, he can't go into, he can't be re-downloaded into a different body? Well, he's technically dead. Yeah, but so he's, he's, he's a robot limbo. ghost. So he's not. But they said that he. But the reason he is wasn't ghosts exist. The, yeah. yeah, he was. He didn't have a backup. He couldn't but, be redownloaded into. But that was because he committed suicide. That's why he was a backup. So, like, if he died normally, maybe he hmm. wouldn't have been able to. Maybe. Or they could just be retconning, which is yeah. yeah. I think the logic is off a little bit <laughs> on this show. What? <laughs> Never. This is the first that Pete's ever heard of yeah, the logic I, not being. I right mean, on this show. it's been so long since I could get into a thing like that. It's good. Thanks for bringing it up, Michelle. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me. It wasn't Pete this time. Yay! I didn't even make a list of things in this episode that I thought you would hate because there weren't any. I, I mean, even having the robot devil, I was okay with it. But like, what what just happened? I think the robot devil said he loved me in Bender's voice wearing Granny Hester close <laughs> again just the matter of fact way he says yeah. it is so beautiful um and then bender loses anyway and the robot devil starts singing at him and, and he escapes so i guess um i was I, I, I just started listening to oh shit what was it um Something, uh, I think it was a podcast about the good place, or someone was talking about the good place, and they were saying, like, no, it, it, I'm sorry, I'm conflating all these things, but there was, there was something I was listening to where they were talking about, like, anytime you put the existence of hell and the devil in something that, like, it by definition means you have to have a heaven and a god. Mm-hmm. Like, it creates the duality by creating yes. the one. So it's just never been addressed before. How come he looked like the Wally? Um, what's the one from Evo? Wally? It's, yeah. Because that's what Robot God looked like. Was this before Wally or after? He might have been right around the same time. Hmm. Because this thing, is the first season after the hiatus, right? It's really the second. No, this is like, this is technically Third. season eight. But it's season six. It, it depends how you go. Like, it's production season six. So, yeah, broadcast so, season eight, but like it's after all the movies. Yeah, yes, and then and this is the season. first time that it came back as a show after the movies. Well, because the there's, movie- there's been a whole season before this. Okay, yes, two seasons. Two, yeah, two yeah. whole broadcast seasons. What this year is the third. Was this, one out? this came out in 2011. I, I think it's supposed to look like the X, the One X, the Robot That's what it, it re- Oh, it's not oh, Wally. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, okay. I didn't even think of Wally, but. But doesn't One X have arms too? It does. I just thought yeah. of it as like a a very sleek, futuristic, yeah. um, you know, well technical, uh, technologically advanced compared to like Bender, oh, you know, mm-hmm. like robot. Like, so they would be like a god robot. Okay. 
when I first was watching this, I thought it was going to be those blinking lights like he saw. In oh, Godfellas, right, right, right. But mm-hmm. I hope for then I remembered it was a different. It was because that robot. was God, God, not Robot God. Wally was in two thousand eight. Oh, so whatever. Um, I thought it was going to be the Simpsons God. Um, but but then it's like I wants to go back, so he possesses Robot God too, and and shows up just in time to see Fry picking his nose with Bender's arm, yeah. which is again d- disgusting and beautiful at the same time. Um, but in the way that everything just kind of sucked itself back together, like at the end of the Iron Giant, yeah, or last week's episode when all of the micro benders turned into a giant Voltron mm-hmm. bender. I thought I thought of the Iron Giant by the way that um, ended immediately. You know, you're back from the dead. I'm back from lots of stuff. <laughs> I, I like that too. That was beautiful. Um, and that, that was, I mean, that's this for being sort of a one off, um, you know, not uh, what's the, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like, Non-canonical. For being an episode yeah, that, that has the robot devil and is really bender heavy, it was good. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a good way to put it, Dan. Um, any final thoughts to conclude? Nah, nothing. Mm-mm. You guys, it was fine. Good. Yeah, I, no, I enjoyed it. There's but, some decent lines in it. Yeah, we yeah. we skipped the other part. I like, uh, but when after Bender dies, that uh, uh, kiss my shiny metal ass is. Down ninety eight percent. No, I said that. Oh, did you? I missed that. Sure. Oh, never mind. Because it was Scruffy <laughs> that was the one that was still saying. Yes. Okay. And I like. I must have zoned, zoned out during out. that. You thought we were talking about books or I something? I must have been looking something up. <laughs> um, I yeah. Overall, pretty good. Um, if if the remaining episodes have this much good joking in them, I'll be okay with it. But mm-hmm. I I suppose that's there's a tumble that we're setting ourselves up This for. is after I quit watching the show. Really? Yeah, I quit after the first season when they came back. Gotcha. Because uh, I was not happy. Too dirty for you? No, it just didn't do anything for me. Mm. I see. That's uh, how I felt for the last 99 fucking episodes. <laughs> they definitely have a different <laughs> different feel than yeah. the ones before. No, yeah. It, it's it's um it's it's at times raunchier, but I I don't know. Like this one, I feel like the last few episodes, the writing has been a little more consistently fun, funny. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a, a lot of good lines in a lot of these episodes, like funny lines. That's not, so I've just listened to the the episode that I, the one I was supposed to be on a few weeks ago, which was um, the holiday special episodes. Yes. Yeah, which I hate that. Episode. Oh no! So we shout out to George for. Taking that one over. Taking the bullet. <laughs> yeah, it was um, not really a Yeah, it's not a one. good one. That one Although, sucks, but there are some great lines in it. Yeah, the the, the part with the Conrad family really had some great stuff yeah. going on. But uh, but other than that, it was pretty weak. I mean, I, I would venture to say that the presence of Santa Claus is a bigger predictor of a shitty episode than the robot devil is. Mm. I agree. Especially post John Goodman Santa Claus. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think I hate Santa Claus robot more than I hate the robot devil. Yeah, because the robot devil gets his comeuppance here and there. Santa just comes and goes and he's shitty. And when he's John Goodman, you can at least like enjoy it. Yeah. And not that there's anything wrong with John DiMaggio, but it's it's not He's not John Goodman. Yeah. No one is. Except John Goodman. For who knows how long. Let's cross our fingers. 
Cohen's got more movies to make. Oh. Speaking of John Goodman, Katie Seagal is going to be on uh, Connors as his like first she, love. She was. Oh, was she? Yeah, I haven't been watching oh. it, but I just saw an article week. about it. Yeah. yeah. Is she on right. as Peggy was, Bundy? No, I wish. No, no. Was, it, <laughs> that would get was, me to watch um, that show. Like their their friend from high school who left after graduation to go play in her band in Chicago, and then she like came back after. Please, please, please tell me she didn't sing for like two seconds. She did, <laughs> yeah. and it was literally like the first two seconds that she's in the show. So oh. she was on. She was it's in, in her Sons, contract. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she's. Did you watch that show? Up until they killed Opie. Uh, yeah. But like, so especially towards the end of that show's run, I feel like she was doing like doing a cover of some famous song. Like, it feels oh, like we every we've other talked about that yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love Katie Seagal. I hate it when she fucking sings. She's and that's fine. and I feel I mean, like she's fine. I mean, I feel that way. Like the way that Bender feels about the robot devil singer. You feel about the robot devil singing. I feel. She's, I do. I, uh, I've heard. I've heard you. Yeah, complain you, about you it. understand. It's not. It's not even a complaint. It's just the way I observe it to be mm-hmm. is not for me. But she's she is talented, and I like her a lot, especially as an actress yeah. and a voiceover actress. And wow. on that note, when, uh, why don't you do all the plugs this week? Okay, Tom? find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Where Tom? Where find on us. Twitter? I will get to that. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on the web. And you can call us, Slurmcast, Slurmcast Pod, Slurmcast Pod, <laughs> Slurmcast.com, and... Don't do a spit take, Pete. I almost did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Slurmcastpod at gmail.com, 216-438-1077. And rate and review us on iTunes. Slurmcast. I mean, at this com. point, if you don't know how to fucking use Google, how the hell are you listening to a podcast? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know how to question. find us. <laughs> just go click the stars just on rate iTunes. rate and review us, yeah. Just, yeah. Make a, make a poop joke or something. And then, I, I don't know. We don't have any carrots to give you, just sticks now. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> Do right. you even have sticks to give? I mean, we could make the episode shittier. <laughs> could you? <laughs> oh, we could. We could. Let's just put one out that's all hypnotoad. <laughs> I mean, I'm cool with that. Get me out of recording an episode. Be our hundredth episode. Just the sound. Well, now that you gave it away, we can't do it yeah. for our hundredth episode. Hundred and first. Not not. You did it again. Oh, I'm terrible with surprises. Them, they can't expect it. Oh, we're not the Spanish Inquisition, though. People can expect all kinds of shit from us. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tell your friends. Listen, have a good week. Yeah. If uh, this is coming out after the holidays, so we probably hope you have a good one or something. And got what you wanted. Yeah. Make a New Year's resolution if you haven't already. Something involving don't listening be a to dick. this podcast. Make that your New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Be considerate. Let's. Oh, we're getting real preachy here, aren't we? Sorry. Have yeah. a good week, Bye. everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.